reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Shall we humbly take our seats in the presence of God? You know, Bishop Kobe has always said this, that in, in, a, in any meal that is very nice, there are different ingredients to it. Spicy, you know, several different ingredients. And this morning, we have an ingredient called testimonies. So if you're happy about it, let me hear your hand clap. This is a testimony from Prosper Adiapena. He says, This is about how God saved my life from a motorbike accident. God will save you from an accident. God will save your children from an accident. Somebody is saving God's children from a domestic accident. I was coming from work to the house, and a trotter knocked me off on the road from Adenta, on the Adenta KB road. I woke up in the, on the hospital bed. I was wondering how I got there. I was told I went unconscious after the accident. You will not be involved in an accident this year. This year, 2021, I said, you will not be involved in an accident. He said, I was told I went unconscious after the accident. I was detained for a while and I was treated. I am grateful to God for saving my life because my bike is damaged beyond recognition. I should have died in that accident, but I am alive. Ah! Oh! I, I, I can't feel your excitement. He said he should have died. Otherwise, today you would have been in black. But by the grace of the Almighty God, he is alive and he is sharing this testimony. <clears throat> it is too powerful. You, you will not be involved in an accident this year. He says, I want to say a very big thank you to God and to the prophet and to our father, Bishop Edwin Morganogo, for his prayers and his leading and his teaching. Oh, somebody put your hands together for him. Put your hands together for that testimony. Put your hands together for that testimony. That is a very powerful testimony because he could have died. He could have died. Amen.
So, so good. 
gentlemen you don't look as if God has been good to you right from the end of last year to this very moment the goodness of God is what we should sing about this morning I don't think you are ready at all look at them seated look at them seated rise up and clap for the Lord for he has been good to us he has been good to us and his goodness keeps chasing us every day of our lives say amen with me Amen. And it's time for the word of God this morning. I think you should remain standing. How many of us know where to find good food? Good food. Good food. I know of people who still go to papaya for their sweet fried rice and chicken. They cannot give up on papaya. So it is right here with us in church. In the Makanet Church International. We have what we call the perfect, the sweet, the best spiritual food this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, are we ready to fill our souls with spiritual food this morning? I want you to begin to clap and welcome the man of God. God has prepared for us to listen to his word this morning. His word is going to change every life this morning. Clap and jump and let's welcome to this pulpit the man of God, Bishop, Edwin, Morgan, Godot. Begin and shout to the Lord. So 
clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping your hands. Father, we thank you for this morning. We are very grateful for everything you've done for our lives. The best of them all is that you have kept us in your house. You've given us a place in your house. A desire to come into your presence. Father, touch our lives. Let us see your goodness continually. And let your will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Keep clapping your hands. And you may please be seated. This beautiful morning finds us in the house of God. And when we gather like this, the writer of Hebrews says we gather with an innumerable company of angels. So I'm very sure there's an angel sitting by you right there. And some of you, that angel is bringing you healing. That angel is bringing you direction for your life. I believe that angels are in our midst this morning. And as you descend this hill after the service, you will discover that something great has been added to your life. I want to continue to share with you from our yellow book. Some people have got the green book. Some have got the black book. But we have the yellow book. And the reason why I am taking my time to go through this book I will always say is to empower you to be able to teach somebody else. I want you, I want everyone to be able to bring somebody up in the Lord. Don't worry whether you are not called a shepherd or you are not called a pastor. But for your own spiritual growth, you need to have someone some people that you minister the word of God to. And there is no better material to use to teach others than this book, Key Facts for New Believers. So today, I'm ending chapter 7. Chapter 7 is... Grow in your new life by reading the Bible regularly. Grow in your new life by reading the Bible regularly. And I shared with you four important facts about the Bible. The first fact is that the Bible is God's word to mankind. 
everyone must know about the Bible. Every Christian ought to know that the Bible is a very important book for your life. If you set this book aside, you have set aside God's mind for your life. So the Bible is God's word to mankind. Number two, this Bible, God's word, it gives us direction for our lives. How many of you want to know where to go? Where to turn? Should I turn left? Should I turn right? Now, let me tell you. There is no part of your life the Bible doesn't have something to say about. There is nothing about. There is no area. There is no area. Next week, God willing, I'm going to teach about quiet time. There is no area of your life, I tell you, that this Bible doesn't have something to say. So if you put this book aside, you are like somebody who has plugged out his eyes. That's the second point. The word of God gives you direction. What do I do this afternoon? What do I do next year? I am 22 years old. What do I do? You must not trust yourself. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Proverbs 3. You must not trust in yourself. Trust rather in the Lord with all your hearts. And do not lean on your own understanding. It will shock you to know that you are so wrong. Don't lean on your own understanding. How you understand life to be. Don't trust your judgment. Don't trust yourself. Trust in the Lord. And this is the Lord. (laughs) In case you don't know, this is the Lord. If you put this book aside, you won't find the Lord. This is the Lord. God is not in the skies, God is not at the city center. God is not in the village. God is not in a temple somewhere. No. 
God is here. So trust in this book to guide you. Trust in this book. Depend on it. Don't depend on your abilities and your skills and your understanding. You will make a mess of your life. Trust in the Lord. This is the Lord. I am holding the Lord in my hand. John 1.1 1, 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was the Lord. This word is the Lord. And I thank God that I have him with me because you can imagine the problems I will have this morning if I set out to look for the president of this country this morning I thank God God is not difficult to find you don't need to sign some declaration. You don't need a body search. You don't need to fill a form. I don't need to book an appointment. No protocols. If you want, if you are interested, he's here. He's here. But the problem is that you trust yourself more than you trust him. Trust in the Lord. And don't lean on your understanding. Because you are wrong most of the time. And the reason why you are wrong most of the time is that you are evil. Our only hope is this book. It helps us to think properly. When you are angry with your wife and you want to slap her, when you lift the hand, the Bible should block it. When you see the girl and you want to rush on her, the Bible will. You can imagine a man with feelings mm. who has seen a nice girl. Mm. Oh, sorry, you, you, you don't understand what I'm saying. No, no, you don't understand. Oh, they're the back. It's, the back. it's only you. You don't understand. Yeah. If you don't have this word guiding you, you will mess up. If you're a wife, and this is your husband. You must know your place in relation to him. Otherwise, you shouldn't have married him. He is your head. We are not saying you are an idiot. We are not saying you are unintelligent. Yeah. In my class in medical school, the best student was a girl. Girls have always done. In fact, there are, there are some girls in my life I had to always 
study with them before passing an exam. Oh, yes. Girls are very intelligent. (laughs) Very intelligent. A lot of husbands, their wives, if they were in the same class, the the husband would be 18th and the wife would be third. I'm telling you. Only in about two out of 20 cases that you'll find that the man is at the top would have been first and the wife would be eighth. But most marriages, the wife is girls. But when it comes to marriage, you don't bring your intelligence in the marriage. Don't don't bring it. You have a head. Your responsibility is to submit. So the Bible says, wives, submit to your own husbands and not your pastor. So when there's a decision about which school to take your daughter to and you want your daughter to go to a, a USC and the man feels that no, our daughter must, must go to Hohoi University Secondary School and he wants Hohoi, allow him! The Bible. I've touched the matter that is making me, forcing me to say something. We've destroyed our children. I've sent a husband this morning. I said, go and bring the news to your wife. She must be happy now. She, has, she now has what she wants. Go and tell her what has happened to your child. When you are a woman and you want your will to be done all the time. That's what happens. I said, go. And on your way, buy fuel because you're about to travel. Yeah, buy, fill your tank. All your plans today have changed. Go. God is not an idiot. He must know why he said the man is ahead. So in the marriage, we don't bring degrees. Keep your degrees in your meat safe. Meat safe. And allow the man to be a man. Even if you earn more money than him, allow him to be a man. Otherwise, you should have married yourself. Idiot. Sorry, sorry. I apologize, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beautiful. Don't destroy your lives. If you don't want to submit to a man, don't marry him. If you want his pens, then you must want his ideas also. Is she your wife? 
Is she a Tarzan or she's a Cinderella? Don't lean on how you understand things. In all your ways, that is the verse uh, uh, 6. Proverbs 3, verse 6. In all your ways, all, all, not most of your ways, not the major decisions, because you see, you may not know what is major. Yeah. You will never know what is a major decision until you've seen the outcome, like I've seen today. In all, your husband says, I feel we should move from here. I feel we must relocate. And I'm saying that if you think the man is an idiot, then don't marry him. Why am I turning a, a good service into a marriage counseling? Sorry, sorry for. Let, let, me, let me continue. I prefer you never marry. Never marry. Than to marry a man you don't want to submit to. You make yourself a fool. In all your ways. Him. I can't wait for next week. I, I pray on my life. Next week is quiet time. Next week is quiet time. In all your ways. Every way. Acknowledge that God's wisdom is wiser. Even if he was a fool, Paul said his foolishness is wiser than the wisdom of in all your ways, your education, your job, your this. Acknowledge God's wisdom. Because your wisdom will not help you. In all your ways. What work should I do? Should I take this job? Or I should take this job. Should I live in Los Angeles? Or I should live in Lanquantanan? Even though both are L A L A. Which of the L is? Original, original if you use your understanding, you will destroy your life. Because our understanding is limited. What you see is not all that there is to something. That's why God, who sees better than you see, must be allowed. So when Lot was to choose, he turned here and saw brown sand and turned here and saw green. Obviously, even a goat would choose green. But there was more to the green than the color. I said, there is more to the man than his size. There is more to the woman than her buttocks. more. 
There's more to a person than the beauty. Beauty. There's something called beauty and the beast. And many men who have chased beauty have ended up with beasts. So we learn to trust the word of God. If I want to marry one of them, there, is, there are verses in the Bible that will guide me. That is if I respect the word of God. If I respect my own ideas and my own sensibilities and sensitivities and my feelings and testicular inclinations, I know exactly what one which one to choose. I don't need two minutes. Don't trust your feelings. How you think about something is not what it is. That's why we read our Bible every day. That's why God's word gives direction. Or to direct you. Anybody who puts this word aside is not a wise person. Because we are in darkness. There's light off. There's light off. I can marry her as my wife. And if I want a woman, I can't find my way to her. I'd rather find my way to my secretary. You need light to shine and say, oh, this, this is the one. There's a light. That's it. Not this, this one. Behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee. Isaiah 60 and verse 2. Darkness shall cover the earth. Don't use your ideas to choose a course. Don't use your ideas to choose where to stay. Every time, learn to be spiritual enough to trust God. Sorry for shouting. I'm, I'm, I'm very upset. Everybody must have a Bible. Next week is quiet time. If you don't like it, go to Aladura. <laughs> And on and on. Today, let me hold my Bible. Many of you don't have this book. You don't have it. That's why you are lost. And if you have it, you don't read it. You are trusting a man's raps. And the way, the, the way, The feelings he makes you feel. The feelings. When you are with him, you feel you feel that your body is trembling. 
Your molecules are oscillating. Don't trust your degree. Don't trust your feelings. And don't trust your witchcraft. Sorry, Sunday morning has become too spicy. I pity a man who has a PhD and doesn't read his Bible. A man who has never been to school but reads his Bible is far higher than a man with PhD and doesn't read his Bible. And while we're at it, don't trust your engineering degree. Those of you who did marketing, don't trust it. Don't, don't put too much trust. You are a lawyer. Don't trust in your law. In all your ways, acknowledge. Let God have a say. Allow him to speak. He has a voice. Jeremiah 10, 23 says, it is not in a man that walketh to direct his own ways. You can't. You don't have it. Don't trust. Why shouldn't you trust your law degree? Because you use only 55% to pass. You don't get 80% in law school. 90% in law school. 70% in law school. Kai. I think I must have about 50, 52, 53. Not 60%. I didn't become a doctor with 60%. Now the pass mark has been changed to 60, I think. But when we were there, it was 50%. And we were struggling to cross 49. So as a doctor now, I have passed only half of my questions. So I can't trust my medical things. I need to pray for God to guide me. That's why a surgeon can have an operation and leave scissors in the stomach. Because he didn't pass all his things. On your bright. Don't trust yourself. Trust God. Even when you are 90 years, trust God. I was told last week, there was a wedding of a lady. It was 56. She had a wedding. 56. When I heard it, I said, I would like to meet her. So she's been waiting patiently for the Lord. Yes. You are 38. We can't put you in one place. You are slippery. You bring a man with one leg. You bring a man with cars. You bring a man, he's a shipping agent. Another one's a clearing agent. You, you, have, you brought a surveyor. The next time you have brought a banker. The next time you brought somebody, when we go into it, he's your cousin. We can't get you to be stable. Trust in the Lord. Last week, I told the word of God will help you to change the way you think. It changes a man's way of thinking. 
And number four, it makes you a strong believer. Be strong. Be strong. If you are in it, can I tell you something? If you are in it, then give yourself to it and be great. Be strong in it. You see, which is what makes the words of Christ true. That the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. That is Christ. He told a parable. And the end, the meaning of the parable was that unbelievers are wiser than Christians. Because one of the ways that makes them wiser than most of us is that when they are in their lives, they are indeed fully. Yeah. Fully. There are people, there are some men in an area, the owner of the Akpeteshi bar knows that even if nobody comes to drink, at least these four fools will be here every morning. So her accounting things, are, I mean, she, at least she knows that at least revenue or income from these four fools will come. And you will never find them in church. As I'm preaching now, there are many guys who are sleeping now because he came home at 4.30 or 5 a.m. For most of my life, before I met Christ, there was nothing like church. Not that I hated church. There was no time. There was no time. I had my agenda during the week. Weekend. I, because I live in Sakrade and we had some of the major nightclubs in the country were in, the, in Sakrade. So we, we, we know which ones are for Friday, which ones are for Saturday. Then Sunday we do revision. We combine Friday and Saturday and go everywhere again. So it's not that we don't love God. But we were so deep into clubbing that there was no time to go to church. How come you have time as a Christian in a church like this where we have weekday services, center work and so on. You, you, you have made yourself a type of Christian who has time. Meanwhile, your unbeliever friends have no time. Today, I just want to give you some three things you must do with the word of God. The word of where's my word of God? Yes. Three things you must do. Please always, always remind me to be holding it. Three things you must do with the word of God. Number one. And there are three D's. Number one is desire. Desire the word of God. This Bible. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word 
that ye may develop your spiritual life. Ye may grow thereby. Desires. So I'm showing you three things to, to do with the word of God. Do you sell it? Do you mortgage it? Do you batter it? Do you throw it away? No. You what? Desire. Which means that the word of God will not come to you automatically. It means that you must actively desire. Actively chase it. There will never be a morning kai. Never till you die. There will never be a morning that you wake up with a longing to read your Bible. No. If we find you reading the Bible, it means you desired it. If you are not reading your Bible every day, it means you have chosen not to desire it. Matu Sabaka. Desires. Don't let your desire for Facebook override this book. I said, any Christian you know, including yourself, who doesn't read the Bible, chose not to desire it. There is nothing like automatic love. It's like when you get born again, then you love the word of God the same way you love Banku and Tilapia. Now, it will never happen. Because God is such that Can I tell you why you must desire? Oh, I can't hear. Oh, I should stop preaching. I've got singers here. You want you want to sing? Take over. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Why? 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 Why is it that when it comes to the Bible, you must desire it? But when it comes to sin, it just comes naturally. Why? Because the desire, the sincere mark of the word. It, see, the reason is that the word of God is very, very, very valuable and precious. In fact, it is likened in Proverbs 2 to gold and rubies. And when you see somebody with gold, it means the person went for it. Yes. There is no valuable thing that is lying around. The things that are lying around that are easy to get into, they are all useless. Is it not wonderful that even though they are both plants, once, you, once a plant becomes valuable, Somehow it's not common. So, so yes, even though they are all plants, I mean, God plants everywhere. But somehow, once the plant becomes valuable, 
It, it, it becomes uncommon. That's why there are a lot of neem trees here, but we can't find mangoes. If you want mangoes, you must be driving towards Sobenga. Valuable things are not easy to find. Isaiah 54. God, the Bible says, Thou that hidest thyself. God hides himself. God doesn't just stand by the roadside. If you see somebody with God, the person looked for him. Verily thou art a God that hidest thyself. He's not cheap. Anything that is displayed around is cheap. Including buttocks and breasts. When you see a woman that you can just see her breasts any day, she's a cheap girl. No matter how what that the, the, the breasts are like Gabonese breasts. Anything that is proper and expensive is hidden. Including God. To find him, you got to find him. I think just coming to sit here in church will lead you to God. You just find God. Many of you haven't read your Bible. You've not prayed for more than even one hour during the week. You've come to sit in church and you think you'll find him. God hides. Read it in English. He hides himself. So when you see this man has God, he paid the price. They pay the price all the time. You hear it in the minds of South Africa. The last time it was in China. Yes. 45. Dead. They go deep, deep. Two kilometers. Do you know one kilometer? Do you know one kilometer? One kilometer. Two kilometers down. When you get there, you see tracks that you don't even find on our roads. They pay the price because anything that is expensive, anything that is valuable is hidden. So anybody who has plans to to get God by some shortcut ways and means, you will not find God. You are like many of you in this church are likely to find Satan here. You don't want to pay the price. Thou that hidest. That is why to help the... So, so what do we do with the Bible? What do we do with it? What do we do with this? Desire it. Chase it like you chase a girl. And in now, in our 21st century world, chase it like you chase a man. Because in the 20th century, men were chasing women. Now, women are chasing men. Anything that you don't spend yourself to get is cheap. You see how easy it is to read Facebook? You can stay on Facebook for three hours 
and not feel sleepy. When you take your Bible, two minutes, your eyes are becoming sexy. Yes, because it's not easy to find it. Desire it. Desire it. Long for it. When you wake up in the morning, take the Bible that I, I, I want it. In fact, I know what it is. Want it. Want it. It won't come to you naturally. Thou that hidest thyself. So this book, look at it. I can't wait for next week. Look at it. You see this Bible? She's afraid. Look at this. This Bible. Bible. Let me hold it. Can hold it. It's Bible. You have it. But many don't have the wisdom in it. Because to get it, you must eat one verse for five days. <laughs> so it's there. Many of you have the Bible. But pornography is destroying you. The power in this, the power in this book is mined. You mine it. Hello? The power in this book to give you a husband is mine. You, you, you don't just open the Bible. No, that's mean tree. Desire it so much the way a white man desires oil. You see the places to they go for oil. You want white? Why is a white man so greedy? There are some rocks. One, like the, my, the size of my hand, just one rock like this, can cost about $1.5 billion. $1.5 billion. I think my, my fist must be big. About $1.5 billion. I watched it on Al Jazeera two years ago, three years ago. It's a rock like this. You don't find it on earth. It is found on asteroids. Asteroids are moving rocks. So they, they launch a spacecraft and go and hide somewhere on, the, on a planet and wait to see the thing passing. Then as they are coming, then they shoot it and it go, the thing goes to latch itself on the rock, mine it and brings it back. <laughs> $1.5 billion. Asteroids. That's why your life is a cheap life. You don't desire the right things. From today, when you wake up, be like a white man looking for oil in the middle of the sea. Mine. It's a Jeremiah 15, I think. He said, thy words were found. Thy words were found. Find it. It means I looked for it. Thy words were found and I did eat them. The 15, 16, I think. Yes. Thy words were found and I did eat them. 
and thy word was unto me the joy and the rejoicing of my of my heart. For I have been called by thy name, O Lord. Thy words were found. The Bible is not just lying there. Find it. Look for it. So the first thing to do with the Bible is desire. It won't just jump at you. Read me. Read me. That's why many of us have this book. But you are leading useless lives. Pastors have this book. But are sitting with small, small churches. There's no aspect of your life in this book. But you see, you prefer the ideas of men. Because that one is so easy to find it. Number two. Which is what I'm just mentioning next week. What do you do with the Bible? You must have a daily quiet time. That's a second D. Daily. First D is what? Desire. The second D is what? Daily quiet time. What do you do with the Bible? What do you do with the Bible? Read it every day. Joshua 1 8. And, and I like Joshua 1 8, you know. You see, when we say daily, it doesn't mean once a day. I don't know what, where you studied English. I don't know. What did you study English? Is it Lake Lady 1 GSS? GHS? Where? Oh, Kekam Tech. No, I must have done English before going to Kekam Tech. Ilelo 5 and 6. Daily, hello? Daily does not mean once a day. Daily means every day. Regardless of how many times a day. And the Bible prescribes how many times a day you must read the Bible. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein. Day and night. At least twice a day. One tablet two times a day. You see how it's possible for you to look so pretty, strong, and healthy. COVID has come. It's all over the place, but you are still alive because your immunity is strong and intact. It's because you eat well. And it's not likely that you eat once a day. Mommy, do you eat once a day normally for your life? Every day, only one meal. Okay. God bless you. <laughs> From today, if you touch a second meal, Lord, Lord. find money for an ambulance. If you touch a second meal, she begs. No, she says she eats once a day. Yeah. So, how many times a day do you eat? Once. Once. 
twice. So you eat once a day. Not once a day. How many times a day? Sometimes twice, sometimes thrice. You are a very honest Christian. God bless you. You do once a day because of health reasons. Three times a day, yes. And you, once in two days. Sorry, at least, at least three times. So, for snacks here in the fridge, open fridge, open fridge, open fridge, open fridge. How many of you sometimes you open the fridge in between meals? You open the fridge, yeah. That's why you are here and COVID everywhere hasn't destroyed you. Because by this time, everybody should have contacted COVID. Everyone should have had it. How come you are well? Twice a day? Thrice a day? In between, open fridge, open fridge, open fridge. That is how come you are well. Let's stop the physical. Spiritually, to also combat ponovirus. Botox virus. Money virus. Breast virus. You must also eat the Bible at least twice a day. For your spirit to also be able to fight homosexuality virus. Because when they bring money, bend down and take 50,000. This book of the law. I will recommend if you want to last in this life. If you want to last as a Christian, don't read the Bible once a day. At least there must be a main meal with some snacks. There must be some open fridge, open fridge once a while. You open the fridge once a while. You open. I I mean, you, you may have your main quiet time. But during the day, listen to a message, soak a message, read a book, touch a verse, think of a verse, something, but Than once. Otherwise, a man is coming for you. And now, evil has become sophisticated. If you are not strong. Because now, a lot of the evil, you can do it without anybody noticing you. I mean, we are using WhatsApp. But the, the main, whatever, it's not WhatsApp. WhatsApp is for old men. Yeah. Signal. Well, Telegram is for pensioners. Snapchat. Even, I think WhatsApp is also activating it that after some hours or days. That thing. But Snapchat, as we are texting, is going off. 
So we can have the most ludicrous discussion. And when we finish, it's not there. You can take pictures. So if, if all you have is an app and you don't have this word of God, you are lost. I mean, your desire and your love and your obedience to this must be bigger than how you are going to like an app. Because if you don't have the Bible, you, now it is easy to sin. I mean, our mothers and grandmothers, to have an abortion, I mean, you, you, you need to travel. <laughs> you must travel. Now, you even commit the abortion before you have the sex. <laughs> because the devil is now making it very easy for people to sin, to live and practice evil without being seen. To, 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 live in a li- to live a life that is deceitful without being seen. So if you don't have the Bible to guide you, and all you have are your feelings and your testicular inclinations. That is why we read our Bibles two times a day. If you don't read your Bible twice a day, and you don't read your Bible once a day, I don't know what you are trying to do with your life. Today, eh, I came here to say to you that this Bible must be the most important book in your life. When you are offended, let it guide you. When your feelings come, let it guide you. When you are very happy, let it guide you. When you are very sad, let it guide you. When you are angry, let it guide you. When you feel like ending your life, let it guide you. This book of the law must not depart out of your mouth. And number three. What's number one? Number two. Daily. Quiet time. Number three. Be a doer. James 1. 22 and I end. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves 23 for if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was 25 
But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man, this man shall be blessed. Today, I'm giving you a vision for your life. Mr. Banker, Mr. Politician, Sister Doctor, Auntie Lawyer, be a doer of the word of God, determined to do. Doing the word of God is like eating. Food will never benefit you till you eat it. The word of God will never benefit you until you do it. I take it again. Having food in your kitchen doesn't mean you'll be strong. Having food on your table doesn't mean you'll be satisfied. Food that is not eaten is as good as a decoration. Have you not noticed that some houses on the dining table there are some plastic pineapple, plastic tomatoes, apples in a plastic plate, plastic, yeah. That's (laughs) it was not meant to be eaten. So you are you can be there hungry and there's plastic pineapple, plastic oranges. Ladies and gentlemen, food that is not eaten is as good as plastic pineapple to a hungry man. That is why there is such a thing as do the word. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Do the word. Mommy, go home and do the word. There should be something you are doing that is in obedience to a scripture. Like what I'm doing now, I'm obeying a verse. So when we were those days in the, in the 80s, we had games. We found someone doing something, say, give me a verse. You see somebody in, 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 the, in the dormitory eating, give me a verse. And he'll give you a verse. Somebody going with his books, go and study scripture. That's what, those were the games we were playing. To the games people play is taking pictures of their breasts and what's happening. That's the games they play. I send you breasts, you send me penis. But those days, the games we played, if you are wearing tight jeans which yeast your ties and bottles, give me a verse. If you are wearing a blouse, low neck with your breast shaking like oil in a polythene bag, verse. Support it with a verse. So you see the girl going with her in her high heels. And the heels have a way of shaking the breast. And, 
and the breast is like it's like it's like oil in a rubber bag. When you see the girl going, hello, hello, sister Corista, give me a verse. Yesterday, uh, last week, I saw a lady, married woman, with a dress, very short dress, with high heels, moving. When you see her, mommy, give me a verse. Don't you think if you were to support your actions with the scripture, your life would be a different life? Papa Kwame, where are you? I'm at home. Oh, what happened? I just didn't feel like coming. Give me a verse. We must live our Christian lives doing the word. If there's no verse to back what you are doing, you are outside the reach of God. Maxwell, the breast you are holding, give me a verse that allows you to wear a woman's breast and know that the left is heavier than the right. Verse. Francis, I didn't see you last week at the shop, the bed, bed shop. Why? I don't do it anymore. Give me a verse. That says you must not not gamble. Not live that life. There are scriptures. How old are you? Do you work? Do you earn money? Give me a verse. That's allows you not to marry, not to be married at this time. Give me a verse. And I also give you a verse. Why I married when I was 26 years old. I'll give you a verse. Be ye therefore doers of the word. And not Stand to your feet. You will lift your hands at this time and pray the three D's desire daily. Doer. Desire daily doer. What verse supports the way you are talking to your husband? Show me the verse. Give me a verse that supports. The slap you gave your wife. Give me the verse. 
how shall a young man cleanse his ways by paying heed so you see many of us are living a wordless life the life you are currently living is a life you are living after your feelings and your assessments Makalava, lift your hands and pray pray for yourself Lord grant me to chase after you to chase Chase. Yes. Adiaga. Adiaga. Kaluma. Gele mamo sima hanga hakata. Sumia gabuada. Gandiaga. Gandaba. Digo baga. Thy words. Thy words were found. Lift your hands and be a finder of the word of God. I found a verse that prevented me from sleeping with that girl. I found a verse. That took me straight to church. I found the verse. Oh God. Be a doer. Be a doer. Yes, Can I can I show you a Christian we can follow? His name is Peter. Let me show you how Peter lived his life. Luke 5. Luke 5. Verse 5. And Simon, that is Peter, answering, said to him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word. I will let down the net. A life where the word of God overrides your experience. Mm. Some of you are too experienced to even serve God. You you, you are an experienced churchgoer. Many people allow experiences they have to abort their destiny in Christ. She offended me. The way she spoke to me. I can't live with her anymore. I won't be a shepherd in the church. How can you go for a meeting and you let me stand up and you just blast me like that? You should take his church. We have taught. We have have experiences. But nevertheless, because of your word, I will humble myself and let down my net. But on a normal day, my experience doesn't allow me to cast my net. That is where whenever the word of God clashes with your feelings, clashes with your experience, clashes with your knowledge, clashes with your way, you say, Lord, have your way, not my way. Clap your hands for Jesus. Not my way. Pastor, can you lift your hands and let's pray. Tell the Lord, Lord, I'll be a doer. Doer daily desire. Doer daily desire. 
Desire daily doer. Desire daily doer. Daily doer desire. The word of God. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Right now, I would like you to put down your hand and close your eyes, please. And as every head is bowed, every head is bowed. Maybe today is your first time. Maybe you've been to church before. But you feel today, as the word of God was coming, that God wanted you to surrender your life to him. To surrender your life to him. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You want to say, Lord, I surrender my life. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Pastor, lead me to know Jesus. As every head is bowed. You want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Please lift up your right hand. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Lift your right hand above your head. Yes. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again today. Lift your hand. Yes. Lift it high. High. I can see your hand. High. Above your head. Above your head. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I need Jesus. Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. As we close the service. You want to receive Jesus. You want to be born again. Lift your hand high. High above your head. High above your head. High above your head. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. If your hand is up, I want you to come to me here. Come to the front here. Come to me here. Come. Come. If you raise your hand, you want to give your life to Jesus. Come to me here. Meet me here. Yes, clap your hands for them as they come. Keep coming, young boys. Come. Come. Keep clapping for them. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, lead me. I want to be born again today. Come to Jesus. 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 Clap your hands for her. Keep clapping your hands. Come to the Lord. Give him your life. What a blessing. Thank you. Shall we bow our heads and lift up our two hands? Yes. Lift up your two hands and say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. I have done many bad things. I have done many bad things. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. Please cleanse me. Please 
cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. I declare today. I declare today. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am a child of God. I am a child. Of God. I will walk with the Lord. I will walk with. The Lord. I will serve the Lord. I will serve the Lord. And do that all my life. And do that all. Jesus. Jesus. You are mine. You are mine. And I am yours. And I am yours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Beautiful. What's your name? Kelvin. Beautiful name. And today you are born again. But you can pray this prayer and go back to live your old life. That's why you need someone to help you to teach you to visit you to help you and you see the woman standing there the woman who is waving her hand can you see her yes she's going to talk to you and they will visit you bring you to church they will come to where you stay and share the word of god with you and i believe that your life will not be the same again so please go to her Go to her now. Yes. Clap your hands for them. And those of you who are online, there's a number on the screen. I want you to call that number. Somebody will meet you. Somebody will answer the call. And the person will talk to you. And help you to know God. And help you to understand God. So those of you online, call that number on the screen. And I believe God will bless you. Let's take out our communion. We are taking our communion. Everyone standing, please. Which was broken for you. Drink, this is my blood. Which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life. meat indeed and my blood yes. is drink indeed thank you Jesus the cup of take your bread is the body of Christ the communion of the blood of Christ the bread which we break as you eat this the communion yes. of the body of Christ a new life oh, a new energy this is the holy meal the meal of God It will make you whole. It will give you life. Yes, it will when give you I life. See the blood. It will oh, give you life. When I see the blood. You know, this is also the word of God. Because it's Christ. And Christ is the word. And the word was God. And that Christ is called the bread of life. The bread of life. So when we eat the communion, the bread, the heavenly bread, becomes the bread men eat. You are eating something very sophisticated. Amen. Yes. It's called the bread of heaven. Say the bread of heaven. The bread of heaven. 
the word of God. 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 The word. Say as I eat this. As I eat this. It represents. It represents the Bible. The Bible that I will read. That I will read. That I will eat. That I will eat. Say as I'm about to eat this bread. As I'm about to eat this bread. I'll also find the word of God and eat it. I'll also find the word of God and eat it. Please put up Jeremiah 15:16. Jeremiah 15. Thy words were found and I did what? Read them. No. I did what? Eat. Eat. So you can eat the word. word. So this signifies the word you are eating. The word. So you can't eat this and tomorrow not read your Bible twice a day. It means you are deceiving God. The Bible is Christ. And he can be eaten. Thy words were found. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Say the bread for my life. The bread for my life. As I eat it. As I eat it. I will read the word. I will read the word. I will eat 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 the word. Every day. Every day. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The bread of life. The bread of life. The word of God. The word of God. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, oh, when I see that precious blood, yeah, I will pass over you. Oh, when I see, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood, lift your cup. If you don't have any cup in your hand, lift your hand, just lift your empty hand. And say, Lord, fill this cup with your power, with your power, with your wisdom, with your wisdom. As I drink this wine, drink this wine. I'm drinking, I'm drinking power, power, life, life, energy, energy. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. When I see the blood, I will pass away. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Father, we refuse yes. to be like the prodigal son. We refuse with a rich father. We refuse begging for money. We refuse begging for bread. We refuse. Yes, we refuse. We refuse it. to have a father with this word and walk about as fools. We refuse it. We refuse it. We are wise. We are wise. We shall walk. We shall walk circumspectly. As wise, receive wisdom. Receive wisdom. Receive light. Receive light. Receive light. As you've eaten this bread, yes, and drank this wine, you have received a supernatural appetite. Amen. I said a supernatural appetite. Amen. For the word of God. Amen. Receive that life. I receive. Receive that appetite. I receive it. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may please be seated.